feet, supply, and the word urban. This is Patterns of Development. Hey everybody, what's up? We're going to have some fun this week. Rather than listen to me talk the whole time, we're going to change it up. I stumbled across this YouTube video that advertises the best new product to help people get around cities, and you've got to listen to their pitch. So I'm going to play it for you. I'm calling it an ad. I'm not getting any money from this. I just think this is a brilliant idea that needs to be shared. Freedom. It's the pathway to happiness. Each step urging us to take another. It's what we've always been looking for. We've spent years looking for an alternative mode of transport for short distances. And we finally found it. Proudly presenting Feet. A unique technology inspired by the past, designed for the future. Бидэд автомашин, автобус, скутер гэх мэдээс илүү үр дүнтэй тээврийг хэлбэрийг хайж байсан. Feet have 26 bones. The first metatarsal bone is the strongest. Produced locally, made from 100% natural raw materials and available 24-7. There are absolutely no limits. I can use them whenever I like. Feet are so intuitive. Honestly, I feel like I've known the product since I was born. Two locking modes. Rechargeable everywhere. Feet have been tested in different situations, even in the most extreme conditions. Discover Feet, available now, just below your ankles. Okay, so I love that. Obviously, the joke is that feet are not a new product. We've obviously had feet for a long time. This just takes another creative look at a pattern we've talked about before. Pedestrian first thinking is best to consider for your town. Whether you're a planner, a designer, a builder, town, cities, anywhere you want to build density, vibrant, urban communities, considering walking is such an important factor in a pattern of development. And it makes me wonder, after watching and listening to this video a couple of times, does walking have a marketing problem? Is it just not cool to walk? I enjoy walking. I enjoy the slower experience velocity of moving through my neighborhoods. Maybe it's just not practical for folks. I certainly believe that walkable neighborhoods, and and there's data to back this up. I've talked about it before. The key to building a successful neighborhood is making sure that it's walkable. That is the pattern of development. And I can't stress this enough. A really creative way to share that message in this video. I love it. Next up, I'm going to keep beating this dead horse. Affordable housing is just a supply and demand issue. In that, where there is enough supply, affordable housing will present itself. Now, I've read about a couple of housing shortages through the history of the United States. I think the migration patterns from people heading west, the influx of soldiers coming back from the World Wars. I I think World War II was the biggest shortage we ever had, or probably the most well-researched or documented housing shortage that I'm aware of and studied, although I've done limited studying, I'll admit. I think today it's even worse. CEO from real estate website Redfin discussed this week how housing inventory levels are so low, they're at historic lows, that it's driving people to be afraid to list their house because they're afraid they won't find another one. He stated a couple of reasons, low interest rates. He also said that more people own second homes than have ever before owned a second home. And why would you sell your home, obviously, when money's so cheap? Okay, so we've got a supply issue because we weren't building. 
and we've been playing catch up ever since. And we're playing catch up because it's so difficult to build these days. I was just talking to my good friend Jamari this morning, and it's insane the challenges we go through as developers to get these housing projects to happen. It takes forever and ever to get the money, to work with city officials, to get through all the red tape. And when you consider the opportunity cost for our energy and resources, we could probably generate a higher return quicker in some other industry and activity. It just so happens Jamari and I are very mission-oriented. We believe in the community. We believe that Kalamazoo is the place to be. So we do it. But there's a lot of folks out there who just move on to other things like day trading crypto or whatever the youths are focused on today. Anyway, part of what makes development so difficult is the politics. And of course, affordable housing has become political. And rather than recognizing that building more houses, regardless of type, is a good thing, I think we see this pattern where incentives and policies are in place to try and incentivize certain developments, not just any kind of development. A working article from MIT came out this week, and I didn't read the whole thing. It's a 46-page PDF. There's logarithmic algorithms and calculations that are a little above me. But the reality appears, based on their studies and research, it appears that building more housing doesn't lead to gentrification of a neighborhood. It actually leads to more affordable housing. Brian J. Asquith, Evan Mast, and David Davin, excuse me, Davin Reed, found that when you build more units in a neighborhood, rents actually drop 6%. And it's getting back to that fundamental economic concept that it's a supply and demand issue. Going to wrap this week with another Strong Towns recommendation, reading and learning this week. The idea that the word urban is not synonymous with big city. The article focuses on Staunton, Virginia, and contrasts small towns, this idea of 30,000 people, 15,000 people, how can you create, can you create, yes you can, is the answer, you can create a vibrant, successful urban area with a small amount of people. Urban doesn't mean you need to live in New York, Chicago, or LA. I'm going to quote the article now by Addison Del Mastro. sorry about the pronunciation, Addison. There's no real reason why suburban population node places where large highways are flanked by a couple of miles of subdivisions, hotels, strip malls, and fast food outlets, could not instead be built at least in a denser, more walkable, and more fine-grained form. In many places, there is no central place around which to put this type of infrastructure and create this city center. Okay, so this is Kyle now. Pick your city center, build some density. You don't need hundreds of thousands of people to do it. You can do it in a small town too. And that's it. Thanks for listening to Patterns of Development. If you have any questions, thoughts, or feedback, please email me, kyle at patternsofdevelopment.com. And a huge credit and thank you to Rafi Bushman. He is just a phenomenal musician in London who gave me permission to use his song Look Up as the theme song for this audio experiment. Please check him out on Spotify. It's good stuff there. Looking forward to next week, and I'll talk to you all soon.